Hello, 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 everybody. We are here at Sungate Radio Studio, uh, Holistic Health and Blitz for Women, and your host, Svetlana Burak. Hi, Svetlana. Morning, everyone from San Diego. Morning, and my name is Rita Bort, and we are uh, health coaches. And we are excited uh, to have a guest. and she's also from San Diego, uh, Samantha Conboy. Uh, go ahead, Svetlana, and introduce uh, Samantha. Yes, I am uh, super excited to introduce our special guest today and a special topic. Uh, thank you for being here, Samantha. Uh, she's a nationally certified classical homeopath with eight years of clinical experience. She loves to teach and empower women to take charge of their health. She works at San Diego Homeopathy. She's a vice president for Council for Homeopathic Certification. And she also has a Master's of Arts in Education and Bachelor of Science in Business Management. Welcome, Samantha. Welcome. It's good to have you. you. Thank you very much. Wonderful to have you. Um, As our listeners may have guessed by now, uh, our topic for today is homeopathy. And I'm super excited because it's one of my favorite approaches to balancing health. I'm a little biased, maybe, because my, my whole family uses homeopathy. Uh, but um, So we'll talk about the role of homeopathy um, in putting our hormones back in balance naturally. And specifically, we will delve deeper into homeopathic remedies for hyper, hypothyroid, hyperthyroid, PMS, menstrual syndrome, like cramps, mood changes, uh, perimenopause, menopause symptoms like hot flashes and insomnia. So Very hot topic. Very hot topic for us ladies. Very hot topic. All super, of those. My gosh. <laughs> um, so for those listeners who are not familiar with homeopathy, could you tell us more about what it is, Samantha? Sure. I'd love to. So homeopathy sometimes gets lumped into all things natural. You know, I'll do these different talks and people will think, oh, I know homeopathy. I, I use it, you know, essential oils or different things like that. And it is, it is natural and um, holistic, but it is its own separate system of natural healing. And in homeopathy, the difference is we use microdiluted substances. And what those substances do, um, they stimulate the body's own healing response. So it's been in use for over 200 years. Um, I'm a classically trained homeopath, so I use one remedy at a time to look at the whole person to treat many symptoms. And um, it's used in a lot of different countries. You know, we're not as well known here in in the US, but it is well known um, around the world. And there's over thousands of remedies to choose from. Um, So I love it. I'm a little biased too myself, but um, that's just kind of homeopathy in in a nutshell. Super exciting. Uh, can you tell us about the history? What actually brought you to homeopathy? Ah, <laughs> yes. <clears throat> yes, I can. Um, so I was having my own chronic health issues. Um, my, I was having some bladder issues as well as my period had stopped for about a year. And so I had tried a lot of different Western um options and nothing was really working and and my doctors had said well there's nothing the matter with you and but you know when you know that something isn't quite right 
So I found myself a homeopath and um, from there had a great experience and felt like I want to share this with other people um, because I think it's something that it really works with the body instead of suppressing symptoms. It really can help stimulate the body's own immune response. And, you know, you know when you have an experience with a modality, whether it be herbs or essential oils or whatever it is, you just really become an advocate for it. And that was that was my, my experience. Wow. So it sounds like you tried a lot of things, including um, the traditional uh, methods, Western, but nothing worked. And finally, you found something that did. It's yes. yes, it is. Uh, wow. Uh, kind of very similar experience to what I had with my son when he was an infant. We, uh, he was having constipation issues, and we tried everything natural and even not, you know, and, and even pharmaceutical, and it wasn't working. And, Finally, this came to the rescue. So, yeah, I can attest to the power of homeopathy. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, since we're talking about hormones today, tell us about how homeopathy can be used in balancing hormones. Well, and, and what I love about homeopathy, it, it can be used in many different conditions. But with hormones, I find it's really, really um, powerful. It can be subtle, but it can be very powerful. So with hormone imbalance, you know, depending on where we are in our, in our, in our life span, you know, from PMS to menopause, there can be di- many different ups and downs. And I think a lot of times we feel like we have to just, well, it just, just deal with it, right? Well, it's just my period. I'll just have to deal with it for those couple of days or that week. But homeopathy can be really powerful in that it doesn't um, suppress those symptoms for the week or the week before. It really works with the body to help um, get to the root cause so that you don't necessarily have to, to um, suffer through with those different um, symptoms. So it's, it's gentle but powerful and um, very customizable. So like all three of us could have the same symptoms, but we may each need different remedies based on how we experience those symptoms, based on our life, you know, experience and personalities and things like that. So basically you have to see a person and ask many questions before you prescribe uh, anything or or any kind of uh, uh, homopathy source. Yeah, definitely. The initial consult is about two hours and we really get to know, you know, your health history, not only what's going on currently, but in the past. Um, I'll talk today about some things you can try in more of an acute or short-term mm-hmm. um, thing, but yeah, for long-term chronic things, yeah, we, we talk a lot and we ask a lot of questions that may seem a little strange, but they really do help us kind of put the puzzle together of what's going on with somebody, somebody's health. Yeah, it'll be great. It, 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 well, it is actually a great addition to health coaching to have someone on, on the side to help uh, to, to find the right, right thing. To, mm-hmm. to take, yeah, beside, beside uh, our talking and our um, input to the changes of, in the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Very good. Um, is it possible to use homeopathy with uh, medications? Is that okay? Yes. Yeah, that is okay, and that's a really good question because a lot of people will have different medications that they're on, and we're not here to take necessarily take them off of their medications, but it can be used in conjunction with. And then, you know, as they start feeling better, they may feel like they, you know, can go to their doctors and get off whatever medications they're on. 
that you don't have to choose one or the other. They can really work work together. Wonderful. So uh, why don't we delve a little bit deeper into maybe some specific uh, remedies like you mentioned, sure. uh, some specific discomforts or imbalances that women experience. Mm -hmm. Great. Okay. So the one that I came up with first is emotional ups and downs. I don't know how you guys all feel around your cycle, but sometimes we can get irritable or weepy or just not feel good prior to or even during um, your period. So there's a great remedy that, um, and I've been on it several times myself, it's <laughs> called sepia, and it's made from the ink of a cuttlefish. And the, the picture from sepia, so someone needing sepia may feel really irritable, um, short-tempered, especially with um, family members. So it's, it's kind of that feeling like, and I'll speak from my own personal experience, you're making dinner and like something goes wrong, you either burn something or, or the phone rings or something happens and you just kind of feel really frustrated. That would be the typical picture for a sepia, someone needing sepia. Um, they're really into their job, but they can feel really overwhelmed pretty, not, you know, pretty easily. And they like to be alone and they may feel chilly. So if, you know, those are just, that's kind of like a thumbnail sketch of sepia. It's a very big hormonal remedy and it can be used not just for PMS, but we talked um, the other night on the, about thyroid. If there's a hormonal component and maybe you're, you get pregnant and then you become hypo or hyperthyroid, sepia could be a good um, fit for that. On the other side of the coin, pulsatilla is a remedy that is more, they may weep more easily. So instead of getting irritable, they may cry and they may want to hug. And um, that's kind of their PMS um, state. Um, somebody that wants um, maybe feel better outside, feel warm, more warm-blooded than chilly like the sepia. And they can be highly emotional. Like one minute they're really happy and the next minute they're crying. So that's the pulsatilla picture. And then I'll give one more. Um, Lachesis. Um, is more of if you have a lot of complaints on the left side of your body. They're very talkative. They may be jealous. They're kind of very passionate people. And when they have PMS, um, they may have headaches and a lot of irrit irritability, which as soon as their period starts, they feel great. So those are three just like snapshots of remedies that could help with emotional ups and downs. The other thing I'll sometimes recommend is Rescue Remedy, which is a really great stress, natural stress reliever. And you can use it, you know, during um, times of emotional stress, either before your period or at any time in the month. Wow. So how quickly does this thing work? Like, for example, I'm experiencing some really... <laughs> Are you? <laughs> and I need to do something right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, the rescue remedy can work very quickly, usually. You know, you take a few drops under the tongue. You can even put some in some water and sip it throughout the day. But the remedies um, usually can work pretty quickly. Everybody's different, so it's not like a, a set thing. But generally, in an, especially in a, an acute situation like a PMS situation, they could work, you know, within the hour. Mm -hmm. So, I, I'm sorry, if anybody would who listen to us right now and they, they feel that they, they experience those symptoms and they go ahead and they buy those uh, remedies, is mm -hmm. there any uh, side effects, or is there any risk of taking them just just uh, just because you you said us uh, right now on the radio show? I understand it's not medication, but still. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a good question. So I'm not going to know everybody's health history in terms of being right. able to recommend things for a, in a general way, 
but generally what um, we recommend is a, a lower potency, so a 30C, which is something that most health food stores um, carry, mm-hmm. and then just dosing based on the severity of your symptoms. So it may be that you're having a lot of symptoms and you need a, a dose every hour, or it may be that you just have a little bit of discomfort and it need a dose once in the morning and once in the evening. Homeopathy, it, it can have some side effects if you're, if you're um, dosing in the higher potencies. That can be something that you want to see a professional homeopath to get guidance about. But in general, the, the 30 C's that are available in health food stores are, are a low potency. And then, of course, if, you're, if you take something and you don't feel good or it makes you feel worse, then you should stop taking it. But again, I don't know everybody's health histories, um, so they would want to consult with a, their, their doctor before starting something new. But in general, um, yeah, it shouldn't cause any um, um, side effects. You had mentioned uh, taking it even during pregnancy, so I would imagine um, they're quite safe for that. Yeah, yeah, they are. And usually with um, ladies that are pregnant, we'll go with a low potency, again, just to, you know, we want to work with the body and not give it too much and more than it needs. So when someone's pregnant, we'll usually recommend a lower dose. Mm-hmm. Great, yeah, uh, that's good. You have a All question? Right. Yeah. So um, I'm curious. Once somebody is on a remedy, uh, should they assume to be on that forever? Good question. So in, in, in an ideal world, no. What we would want is the remedy would stimulate the body's own immune response. And then over time, <clears throat> again, it's going to depend how long you've had the condition you, you have. Um, but over time, the body should help to balance itself. And you may need a remedy once a month or once a quarter. It just depends on, on the condition and the person. Um, but it isn't necessarily, our goal isn't to keep someone on something all the time. The goal is to get the body in balance. And I think, too, when, you're, when you see a homeopath or take the remedies, you really get a sense of tuning into your body. So, you know, a lot of times if we do ibuprofen or we do things that may suppress our, our symptoms, it, it works. It definitely works. But then we're not really getting to the root cause. So with homeopathy, we're trying to get to the root cause and have you not necessarily always need to be on a remedy. But um, it depends on, you know, how long you've been working having something you know PMS is a lot of times people have it their whole lives but um, the, the goal would be to take less and less as time goes on can, can we jump in into a different uh, age range like for example uh, hot flashes or night sweats is there anything you would recommend sure sure that's a great question I'm I'm, I'm on the edge of starting all of that fun stuff same here <laughs> yeah yeah uh, so for hot flashes, what's interesting is a lot of the remedies I just mentioned for the emotional ups and downs can be used for hot flashes as well. So lachesis is a really um, hot, um, a well-used remedy for hot flashes. Again, the person would be a really passionate person, and the heat really aggravates them. So someone who needs lachesis is usually pretty hot, and in, um, they're intolerant of tight clothing, especially around the neck. Again, there may be some irritability, they may be jealous, but really passionate people. And with heat, not their friend. That's really a keynote for a lack of cysts. And then sepia is also on my list. Again, it's that same picture, but they're gonna be more on the chilly side, feel a little more irritable with the family and their family demands. Um, they wanna be alone, they may have constipation. 
but they will have the flushes of heat, the hot flashes, but probably, um, which is worse at night, and they will sweat with them. Sometimes uh, we have hot flashes and there is no sweat. You just kind of get that feeling of heat, but with sepia, there is perspiration. <clears throat> the other one that I um, suggest is magnesium muriaticum, and this is someone who's more of a peacemaker. They may have anxiety at nighttime and they're worse during their period. Um, they have hot flashes at night and their periods are kind of irregular, starting to get into that phase where, you know, it's not every 28 days or, you know, it's irregular. <clears throat> they may have restless and disturbed sleep. So magnesium, everyone, most people have probably heard of magnesium. So this is in homeopathic form, magnesium muriaticum. So, and a lot of these are available at your local health food store. Um, otherwise, we do have um, homeopathic pharmacies that we work with that, you know, we can get remedies that way too. How about dosage? Uh, how would <coughs> they want to go about dosage uh, for this? Well, they don't have uh, the specialist on site or cannot mm -hmm. see any. Uh, is there any recommendation, like general, more general recommendation? Yeah. Yeah, so a general rec recommendation would be a 30C potency, that's the strength, and a lot of the health food stores, that's, you know, kind of the standard um, potency that they carry. And it, the dosing is really based on the intensity of your symptoms. So I'd like to say, you know, take one and call me in the morning, you know, they'll take one aspirin and call me morning, but it's really based on how intense you're feeling your symptoms. So if you're feeling them, say on a scale from 1 to 10, 10 being a lot, maybe you're feeling them as an 8, you'd want to dose more, more often, meaning one dose every couple hours. If your symptoms are more of like on a th scale of a three, maybe you would dose every one dose every 12 hours. So the idea would be to really tune into how intense you're feeling your symptoms and then dose accordingly. Um, after three doses of one remedy and you don't notice any change, then you then maybe you need a different remedy. That fast, so it's yeah. really mm -hmm. working yeah very nice yeah. and yeah. how long how long uh, uh, should one take uh, those like one month three months until the symptoms is, are gone or like again in, ge in general um, in general I would say um, I would say if you're going to take something daily you may want to just um, check in with a, a homeopath but um, about, about a month would probably be, you know, and you could see what what you should see is maybe you're not needing it as often. Okay. So you may start out needing it daily, and then after a month or so, you're like, oh, I only need it every other day or once a week. So that's what you could, you know, hope to see is taking less and less as time goes on. Okay, super. Thank you. Very interesting. Um, so what about uh, things like hypothyroid and hyperthyroid? Can we apply homeopathy to those kinds of imbalances? Yes, definitely. I mean, the, the thyroid um, has its own hormones. You know, the thyroid gland produces its own hormones. So when those are out of balance, um, homeopathy can help with that as well. But something like the, the thyroid, it's not going to be as acute of a, a, an issue like, like the PMS or hot flashes and things like that. But you can still find remedies. Um, I'll just mention a couple in general. Cali carbonicum, which is made from potassium carbonate, and that is good for hypothyroidism. This um, might be somebody worn out from their responsibilities, get irritable at little things, startling easily, 
is a really big keynote for Cali Carbonicum, where all of a sudden you hear a slight noise and you jump. So that's a good indication you may need this one. They may crave sweets. There may be loss of hair at the temples or even the you know loss of hair at the eyebrows. Um, they may have asthma also, as, as well as the hypothyroidism. So those that's just a little brief um, you know thumbnail of Cali Carbonicum. Um, Wow, yeah, it can be very specific. Yeah, mm -hmm. it can. And then sepia is actually used in hypothyroidism or, or let's see, yes, hypothyroidism as well. I've talked a lot about sepia and the um, <clears throat> menstrual, with menstrual issues, but it can be helpful with hypothyroidism. You may feel better with exercise. Um, they may be really, really tired. And again, have that, the chilliness in the hands and feet and just have kind of an indifference. If someone needs CPA, there's a big indifference as a, as a keynote. As far as hyperthyroidism, we do have a remedy made from iodine. It's called iodium. And it can help, you know, that really kind of, in, when things are in overdrive, really talks really fast, not patient. They have anxiety, which they feel better when they eat something. There may be... Um, hot, they may be very hot and worse with heat, and they may just feel like vibrations are going all through their body, like a little bit of tremoring, um, have a big appetite, but not, but have emaciation. So that's kind of the, the iodine picture, again, for the hyperthyroid. And then um, <clears throat> spongia tosta is made from the roasted sponge, and that's another one that you could try for hyperthyroidism. There may be um, goiters and there may be pain with swallowing, a shortness of breath, or, or maybe possibly asthma, um, and then heart palpitations or gasping. So that's a, a little bit of a picture of the spongia toaster. Mm. Very interesting. Um, so I, hearing you say what these remedies are made from made me think about my initial concerns I had about homeopathy, mm. you know, thinking about, wow, these these things are made from really strange <laughs> um, plants or, or, you know, natural elements. How can we ingest them, right? What do you say to that? So um, that's a question I get a lot, especially when I'll give somebody a remedy made out of something that you wouldn't want to ingest in its natural form. So homeopathy is, is like I mentioned, micro-diluted. So it starts with one part of the original substance, and then it's processed processed in such a way that the original substance is pretty much gone at a certain um, potency or strength. So the, by the time you're getting the, your 30C, there's, there's really nothing left of the original substance. So mm -hmm. it is a process of dilution and succussion, which is basically just um, hitting the remedy, shaking it up so that the molecules get energized. But yeah, that is a great question, and I get that question a lot. Um, people concerned about giving their children something that, you know, may have arsenic in it, but it, it doesn't have any of the original substance. Okay. No. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. We, we had a question about the difference between homeopaths and naturopaths. I, it's always been on my mind, and I'm always mixing <laughs> one with the yes. other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so homeopath, so a naturopath is a, a naturopathic doctor. They've gone through a lot of schooling and very similar to a medical doctor. And when, when you go to see a naturopath, um, you're given all types of 
um, remedies that are natural. So it could be herbs, it could be supplements, it could be homeopathy. Um, there's all, you know, they have a, a huge array of what they can recommend. Um, when you go to see a homeopath, we recommend just homeopathy. So it's a little more specialized than a naturopathic um, approach in terms of, you know, we, we recommend homeopathic remedies for whatever ails you versus, I mean, sometimes we will recommend other things, supplements, but in terms of the, the main difference, we do just homeopathy, whereas they do other natural modalities as well. As far as credentials, is that the naturopath called himself uh, DN or ND? Yes. Mm -hmm. ND. ND. Mm -hmm. And how about you? Is there credentials for, yeah? Yeah, so um, there is no certain um, medical license for homeopathy in the U.S., but there is a national certification. And so I have that national certification and um, which is passing a, um, a test as well as other clinical requirements. And then it, d it depends state by state how um, they're regulated. I, I know here in California, we have the Freedom of Health Act, so we're able to yeah. work as homeopaths here. But some states are a little bit different. Yeah, I understand because there are a lot to involved to go through mm -hmm. and know, uh, so it, it's quite a process to remember yes. all those substances and mm -hmm. how they can be helpful. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it is. And you know, we refer, we have a great relationship with doctors here in San Diego, so we're able to refer out and, um, you know, we don't try to do it all. We really do our homeopathy and then if someone needs other assistance, we'll refer them out. Very good. So do you work with people one-on-one uh, -on -one in person, or can you work with them over the phone, uh, or both? We can do both. Yeah, we do see people in our clinic, and then we'll do Skype or um, phone, phone consults remotely. Mm -hmm. How can somebody find you? Uh, you can go to sandiegohomeopathy.com, and we have a website, and you can make an appointment there. We're also happy to do 15-minute phone consults just to see if homeopathy is a good fit for you. I'm always happy to talk to people and just, you know, make sure it's it's a good fit. Beautiful. Thank Great. you so much. Thank you very much. Do you have any more questions with Lana? No, I think I'm good. <laughs> You're good. So we know a lot. We know so much more than we, um, I mean, as I'm talking about myself. I know Svetlana use uh, use those uh, remedies, but I'm I'm not exactly. I'm more in herbal stuff and uh, natural. But that that's great to know, and I'm sure I'll go find something that may be helpful uh, for for my myself personally. So um, great, thank you very much everybody and just want to remind that we are here in Wheeling at Sungate Radio and Sungate Center and you can find us on sungatecenter.com and see what we offer. Uh, Svetlana can be found at myhealthbeat.com, right? Myhealthbeat.com, -E -E yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you um, again everyone for, for joining us today. And we will be back next Monday with more interesting things to explore. Great. Thank you. Have a beautiful day, everyone. Thank you, Samantha, again. Thank, Thank you. you. Have a great Thank day.
Thank you, Samantha. Yeah, have a good day, everybody. And as always, our recording can be found on uh, YouTube and it will be posted on Facebook. Thank you very much. And as well as uh, iTunes podcast. Yeah. Holistic Health and Bliss for Women. Super. Thank you, Svetlana. Thank you, Samantha. And everybody, uh, bye bye. Till next Monday.